Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuck. Johnny G, all you gotta do is trust me. Standing six foot two, two hundred and ninety-two pounds. It's Friday, so it's bound to go up by Sunday. He's from the South Shore of Nassau County, Long Island. It's John Gabris. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur, currently watching my wife make flowers in the kitchen. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, first time on the pod, Headgum Fam in the house from the podcast Senior Superlatives. It's Greta Dinelman. Oh my God. Told I'm you it was so obnoxious. impressed. <laughs> no, you you did that in like one gorgeous breath. Thank you. I've been. It's the one thing I realize I've done that three hundred times or something like that, which is just a. I don't do anything that regularly. Like I don't no. brush. I haven't brushed my teeth three hundred times in a year. <laughs> That's <laughs> wow, untrue. You know, I've never. I've never really like tallied up the amount of times I brush my teeth in the year and. The year and now that I think about it, it's a lot. Yeah, it's at We're least th- I'm. Yeah. I'm like at like probably like thirteen hundred. Whoa, three times a day you're brushing your teeth. Well, my husband is obsessed with dental hygiene, and my it's wife, like his, my like, wife is obsessed with dental hygiene. Really? Yeah, she's crazy. She's always like, "Do you want to brush your teeth?" Like, because I don't brush before bed. That's my bad habit. Wait, you don't brush before bed? I That's o- naughty. I know, I'm bad, but I just like want to go to bed so bad when it's bedtime. And like I just uh, it's it's a holdover habit from when I'm like 14 and like rebelling against my parents. Now I'm 40 and my teeth are falling out of my head and shit. I got to be careful. <laughs> no, you got it. Like my husband is also like, okay, I am a compulsive morning and night brusher. I've never been like if I feel my teeth are like grimy or like fuzzy or something like that, I cannot settle. Like I cannot go to bed. Even if I'm so fucking exhausted, if I'm drunk as fuck and I want to pass out, like no, I am brushing my teeth. However, Hell yeah. 
Abe is obsessed with the midday brush. He's obsessed with the midday brush. And it's always like a nudge if I like have something in my teeth, which of course around him, like I all I only have shit in my teeth around him. Like, like a full <laughs> chicken wing bone. Yeah. And you're like, I I don't like the midday brush. It's like, please. And he'll be like, I'm like, oh, I'll go and floss. I'm like, well, why don't you just do a quick brush? You know, and now I'm just like, fuck you. I'm just going to do a quick brush. And I've developed a complex that now my teeth are like corn niblets, you know, because like, I feel for like the record, your teeth are amazing. They're big white chompers, the best kind of teeth you can have in my book. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. You have really nice teeth, too. Thank you. And yeah, I'm, those I'm, are nice. I'm on second cold brew of the day. Oh, and that's the other thing that drives my wife crazy. I don't brush my teeth right when I wake up because I like to have dirty mouth coffee, then brush my teeth. And she's like, you now haven't brushed your teeth since like 11 a.m. yesterday. And it's like, I'm like, I'm going, it, it, it is a little grimy. And, and oh, Okay, but in, in your defense, it is best to brush after coffee so yes. that you don't get coffee stains. Right. I should so, do both, really. I should just brush my teeth right when I wake. Because she's like, your mouth just sat rotting for like 10 hours. Brush your teeth. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, as we're talking, I just realized my mom was a dental assistant before she became a nurse. Like my mom's job in, in my childhood was a dental assistant. And I guarantee with like two therapy sessions, I could unpack what my toothbrushing issue is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 100%. I mean, I sleep with a night guard because I'm a real grinder chomper. So if I didn't sleep with a night guard, like when you sleep with a night guard, you wake up with a grimy ass mouth. Oh, and speak on this. I did Invisalign for a while. You know, like I did Invisalign as an adult, like five years, four years ago. They don't tell you that you have to wear the night retainer forever after you're done with Invisalign. Oh, forever and ever and ever. Amen. Yeah, that's something I did not know. But I'll tell you what, Invisalign, you take out to eat and you don't want to put it back in post meal. So you brush your teeth. So I was brushing my teeth after every meal. And what it was causing me to do was a eat less. Like I was just like, oh, I don't want to snack and brush my teeth, so I just won't snack. And then also my teeth were the best they've ever looked because they were getting straightened out, and I was brushing them like four times a day. I got to get – there's a middle ground in there. I got to yes. get back to like – I. and the other thing about not brushing my teeth before I go to bed, which means I also skip my uh, retainer, and now I have to a dentist appointment next week, and he's going to roast the shit out of me. Okay, I would just like to say I too am an Invisalign alum. Hell yeah. And the thing that I regret, I regret two things about not consistently wearing my retainer. This tooth sticks yeah. out. Uh-huh. Right there. I got I got one too. That's And then out. these. Oh yeah. And look, that's I we have very similar I'm looking because I have like the crowded lower four that are kind of like all yeah. jumped over each other. And then I have a weird food trap tooth up here that kind of like sticks out a little and I got to like do yeah. make sure I do extra flossing there. Look at that. I'm kind of like, should I get another, should I get Invisalign again? No, it's too, I might need to because when we get older, our teeth get all crowdy and fucking gross. Yeah. As my mouth looks, starts to look like a fucking French bulldogs with like teeth just I know. crossing over each other and shit. I'm kind of like, when do I just let go and get veneers? I'm like, when do I just, 
forget it all, put it behind me, and just commit to like going full Hollywood with unattainably white fake ass porcelain teeth. Like, when do I do that? Well, here's here's the thing, and this goes along with something else I feel important about in Hollywood, like men, male actors losing their hair and then Mm. getting fake hair. You have to act sooner. You can't go yeah. fully bald, then be fully head of hair. You can't go yellow, crumbly teeth, then to veneers. Like, if no. you jump from now to veneers, people would just be like, it wouldn't seem like a huge leap for you. No. People would be like, oh, Greta, your teeth look really nice. And I'd be like, thank you. It would be that thing where you're like, I know some, I know work was done, but I'm not confident enough yes. to call it out. Like, the dudes who do their hair right in Hollywood leave the male pattern baldness that they already have had in nine TV shows, but they just yeah. strengthen it up a little. Uh, people who make bad choices are like, uh, now I have a full head of hair and it looks unusual. Or it's like, I'm... I have gray skin and like weird sandy orange hair. And it's like, <laughs> what, what? dudes are so, we're so fucked up about our hair. I mean, I, I, I host know. another podcast with two 40 year old guys and all we talk about is losing our hair. Are you losing your hair? I feel like you have a thick mane. No, I, I think I'm doing great. Every time I book a job where I'm in the hair and makeup chair, I ask the hair person, how am I doing? And apparently I have lots of, thi- I have thin hair, but I have a ton of it. So they say That's I'm going to be That's what I have. Safe. I have really thin hair, but a lot of it. Oh, you have great hair. Yeah. Great like, hair. No, no real MPB, but you can see the kind of thinning here. This is what panics me. But it's also- No. It's looked like this now for like eight years, so it doesn't seem like it's going to get worse anytime soon. Do you take Propecia? No. I don't do- uh, I don't- I sh- And me and my wife aren't having kids, so I maybe should, but I'm not- if once I see it, like it starts to get a little worse, I I'll do it. Do P- wait is the, is Propecia bad if you want to have kids? I might be conflating that with Rogaine. One of them is bad if you want to have kids. It it can cause birth defects because I know oh, a lot God. of a lot of dudes I came up with were furious to find out they had to stop taking their hair medication to try to have a kid. It's like, think about what the fucking woman's going through, dude. You're like pissed you can't. But like, there, I'm sure there have been so many kids that are like Propecia babies, you know, oh. that were born with like sperm that is completely 100% Propecia rich. And they're fine. Like, for example, my mom smoked during pregnancy with me. Oh, same, yeah. same. And I'm, and I look. I have lupus. I have rosacea. But <laughs> it's supposed to stun your growth. I'm six two, two hundred and ninety five pounds. I, w- I wish my mom smoked more. <laughs> I if she didn't smoke, I'd stats... be a football. <laughs> if you, if she didn't smoke, you could be the opposite. If she didn't smoke, maybe you'd be like five eight and like one twenty. You oh, know, maybe yeah. you'd have like a Kate Moss body. Ooh, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Honey, quote the God. (laughs) The amount of times me and my wife say that while absolutely binge eating disgusting food is so fun. We constantly quote her while eating cheesy gordita crunches from Taco Bell. (laughs) I mean, to have one of your most famous quotes be nothing tastes as good as skinny feels is... Obviously, and we use we throw around this word way too much as a society, but iconic, but also so so deeply deranged. <laughs> and oh, it's like, so weird. It, you, you, using the word iconic, it's like an icon of the time period where it's just open yeah. eating, open disordered eating as the as a yeah. lifestyle, as the norm. Yeah, it's fucking and insane. As, like, 
a desirable lifestyle that that I mean, this is too serious now, but that like all of us are so <laughs> damaged by still. Y- yes. But you know what I'm not damaged by? The sunset. The sunset. <laughs> Magical fucking segue. You set set it up. Knock them down yourself. Greta bump set spike to herself, baby. <laughs> you know, I just I I knew it was it it was important to me for your episode for my episode of your podcast rather that we that we really talk about this. I love it. Sunset, and I think sunset's an interesting topic because it sort of also encompasses like things that I'm trying to do in life, which is like get off my phone and like look at the world and experience nature, not via a screen. So like Mm. sunset feels and sunset has like the hacky thing of like posting them. Like my mom is my mother-in-law and mom, both constant sunset photos on Facebook of like beautiful view off the deck. And it's like, okay, it's just, but there's something about being in the moment and enjoying a real sunset. That is, that is, undeniably special something that happens every day yet stopping to look at it makes it special yeah it's he says like, with a burp on deck <laughs> no i mean even even sunsets that are not you know like breathtaking you have to stop your car are still so beautiful yeah just the simple idea of that a day has ended and you're I alive know. still and it's like the the change to nighttime and it, it's I mean it's this life cycle in one day so there's something really interesting I like what you said that even a not just the sun going just it getting dark if you're outside and you don't even have a view you don't have a vista there's maybe it's cloudy but it's just getting dark there is like the sun setting is a mood shift it is a t- like oh it, huge yeah it, huge. it's a vibe changer in a positive way in a positive way or in a Let's wrap it up, boys. Let's get out of here. Like Oh, and I love it. It's my favorite, my f- absolute favorite time of day slash night, I guess, is dusk, one might say. Well, that's the I best part about it. sunset. Is it day? Is it night? Baby, it's both. <laughs> it's both, honey. And like, <laughs> it's both. And it's, it is the mood shift. You're absolutely right. It's the world. It's not, not your boss. Not your friends, right? Not anyone else. It's the world being like, okay, now I'm telling you, creature, that it's time to change whatever it is you're doing right now. It's the indicator of that, and that's the best. It's, it's liberating. It's freeing. Sunsets are freeing. Hey, as I've mentioned before, I am on the road staying in hotels a lot. And thankfully, I've got my Athletic Greens powdered greens with me because, look, I can't take vitamins on an empty stomach in the morning and I got to get up and get out of the house. I don't have the time to get a breakfast in. I wanted better gut health, energy, and all that stuff. So I found the supplement Athletic Greens. They started sponsoring. I, I was taking powdered greens before and then I found they started sponsoring the podcast. And now every morning I chug a green potion that uh, contains 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Not to mention kind of forcing you to drink a full bottle of water, which kickstarts your rehydration process throughout the day. So I highly recommend that it's very easy to fit into your lifestyle. It's keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, and gluten-free. Like no matter how you eat, it works. Want less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, 
it's really just a small micro habit that's easy to add into your repertoire or your uh, routine rather, but you know what I mean. Um, and it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. So get after it. Uh, right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Highly recommend them. Travel packs. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mighty. Again, that's A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-G-R-E-E-N-S dot com slash mighty to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Because it's a business scam out to get you. Do not let greedy corporations pocket your money. All you got to do is download Truebill and take control of your subscription. Subscriptions. 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 Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there to when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions. Look, you could be like Matthew B., who says in a matter of seconds he saved 660 bucks for the year on my direct TV bill, saved 120 on a year in Sirius XM, 840 a year on car insurance. Truebill has over 2 million users, and it's helped them save over $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash mighty. Go right now to... T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. It can save you a thousands a year. Truebill.com slash mighty. While, while we're on this subject, if for the people who I, I no longer have a normal job, but for a while I had like a, a day job. And when the weather, when the daylight savings hits and the sun sets before you leave the office... <sighs> It's like debilitating because it feels like you're even if you're working the same hours, it feels like. But the day has ended like biologically, environmentally. How come? Oh, my boss says it, the day ends at 7 p.m. It it feels defeated to leave any 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 day job I've ever had. If you left after it was dark, it felt like you were losing. Does that for sure? I mean, like nothing. You and I are both East Coasters. Hell yeah! And there's nothing worse. Like, do you remember being at school and leaving school at like if you had like an after school thing, but not even. But if you left school at like four fifteen in the winter, and it was dark, it was basically pitch black outside at that point. Yes, it's just awful. And yeah, you're like, you're like, but, but, but I, I, I got here when the, the sun was up and then, and then the sun was out, out all day and then I don't get to see it at all. It like, feels what? crazy. It feels crazy in going to school in the East Coast winter where you arrive at 730 in the morning. The sun hasn't really come up. It's like gray and dark morning. You go to school all day. Uh, you look out the window, see, maybe see a flash of sun go to football practice and it's on its way down the sun. And then you go in, change out of your gear, come outside to take the late bus home, the five fifteen or the six fifteen, depending on uh, how long practice went. And when you come out, 
It's dark out, and you feel like you're like, did I just pull a double? Like I feel like a yeah. fucking dock worker. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gr- out here grind. I'm 16 years old, and I'm like working from dawn till dusk, like intellectually <laughs> and physically. It's like this is an insane lifestyle that we put our kids through. And you come home and it's dark out, and it's like I just want to eat dinner and go to sleep and watch shows. And it's like, hold on, you have another round of school to do. Yeah, and it's like this yeah. is absolutely fucking awful. Once the sun is down. We should just go back to like caveman shit. It's like once the sun is down, everything yeah. is optional. <laughs> well, I'm like two two things that I want to talk about. One, I agree with you. Like, I think the reason I'm a night I'm a night person. So for me, like once the sun is starting to set, I literally feel like my soul unlocking, being like, oh, my time has come. Like I can be out in the world and like do whatever I want because it, the night feels so liberating to me. Yeah. The day, you know, I feel pressure in my day to, you know, work hard, get things done, like go through my checklist of everything, like be prolific, like do whatever the fuck I put on myself that <laughs> I'm the only one that cares about that no one else cares about. But like, yeah, this job's a hell of a job. You're right. <laughs> It's such a mind game, right? Because it's like in the morning you wake up and you're like, well, the sun has risen and now is my time to hustle. And like, yeah, when you're dude, I've been going through shit like this. So a friend of mine was like, I don't have a job. And I was getting up, setting my alarm for like eight in the morning to like get up and get going. And a friend of mine was like. I talked to a dude with kids and I was saying how I get up at 730 in the morning and the dude with kids was like, dude, sleep. If you can sleep, sleep. If you don't have to wake up, don't wake up. And it's like, yeah, what the fuck am I grinding for? Everyone's like, sleep's the best thing for you. It's like, no, I got to set my alarm, get up and write three jokes or look at Twitter while I shit and hit the gym and get back and audition. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I would be happier if I just slept a little more. And I, I'm a night oh, person too. Because yeah. part of me feels like once it's nighttime uh, in our profession, once it's nighttime, it's like, well, I'm done for the day or I get to go perform. And like that's oh, like- Oh, 100%. The, being it's lazy great. or performing are my two favorite things to do. <laughs> and so- Same. And I like, you know, I'm currently in, I'm currently in a different, I'm in Santiago, Chile right now. Hell yeah. Okay. And I'm here for a solid chunk of time. And I was texting with Abe yesterday that I, like, love working and being in a city where I have no obligations to anyone. And no one knows who I am. I mean, that, that, to people listening, not that I think I walk down the street and people are like, oh, there's Greta. But, like, no friends, for example, or no, like, neighbors. colleagues that you've yeah. randomly are bumping into. Neighbors, people in your neighborhood, whatever. Like, no one knows who I am. No one gives a fuck about, like, Hollywood here. Of right. course they care. They would care if I was, like, you know, Jennifer Aniston. But, like, <laughs> it's... Not yet they don't care about you. Not yes. yet they don't care. <laughs> It's so funny when you, when I like will get into Ubers here, if I'll talk to the driver, they'll always be like, are you famous? Because, you know, we're wearing masks and they can't see our face. And they'll be like, are you famous? Um, 
in the world or are you just famous in America? And I'll be like, well, I'm famous in parts of America. I'm famous in Echo Park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm famous in Silver Lake and Franklin Village. I'm famous Village. in pockets. You know, I'm famous in influential pockets of America. You know, and soon it will bleed out. Soon it will bleed out. But um, so, now I've just... Dude, now I just say that I work in advertising. I'm just like so I work smart. in advertising. If yeah. you say you're an actor, they ask follow up questions. If you say you're a writer, they go, "What have you written?" And you go, "Nothing really." And then that's conversation yeah. over. That's what I. Uh, you're you're touching on something. I travel for work a lot, and I have a new job coming up where I'll be traveling a lot. And the thing I'm looking forward to is like, it's like being out of pocket. You know what I mean? Like you get to be oh, like, yeah. I don't have to do all the basic ass shit where someone's like, "Hey, like in our quote unquote business." There's a desire, like you feel the need to be like, I should grab coffee with that person. I should, yes. I should have lunch with the, and also we do need to like force social time on ourselves or else we will be sitting around and, and the only social time you have is green room bits. And then you're like, I'm devolving as a person. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so you need some like social lunches with friends, but when you go away and it's like, someone's like, Hey, can you grab lunch? You're like, I'm not back till March 1st. Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, you just say that to four people and like you stop getting follow-ups and you're just like, Oh, yeah. I'm, it's so rare. Cause again, and like, I understand you have like these weekly commitments where you're like, I, I got to do when my Wednesday night show. I always have a podcast that comes out. Like yeah. you have all these commitments that like build up your week. That is like something you have to maintain when you break it like that. And you're just not in your house. And arguably, I, I don't want to speak on your behalf here, but like even just being away from my partner, like, being away from Tiff is like, I were and, or her, her being home. It, it feels like everyone's paradigm shifts in a way where it's kind oh, of my like, God. Especially like, at the tail end of this pandemic, to be able to say I'm leaving for two weeks to my wife. Oh, yeah. She's ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. Like it's, it's everyone crazy. wins. Yeah. <laughs> I also like I find here, like I find being away that I am suddenly more productive. Dude. And my dude. habits are my habits are somehow like worse but better. Like the thing about sleeping, right? Here, I'm sleeping until 10 a.m. When I don't have to shoot, I'm sleeping until 10 a.m. I wake up in Los Angeles at 7 o'clock in the morning, typically. I'm sleeping here until 10 a.m. And then, great. No, it's incredible. I'm, I'm sleeping like a fucking bitch, okay? <laughs> I'm getting up. I'm walking to get my coffee. And because, like... I can't, com I can kind of communicate, but I'm not like fluent, fully fluent in Spanish. So I'm not able to get into like bantery conversations with like my nice barista or whatever it is. Like I then sit and I write. I actually do all of this like journaling and free writing and like all this bullshit that I romanticize for myself. Which is and impossible do to it. do in your comfort zone because you have so many uh, pseudo obligations, even if they're yeah. ephemeral in some way. You have like, shit, I got to walk the dog. make I got to make sure. OK, yeah. what time is Tiffany's meeting today? OK, so she'll be home. Okay, yeah. And like once that's all, I'm so much more. I would. Uh, it's crazier, too. If I'm on the road. I yeah. my I get better habits all of a sudden. It's yeah. like, well, if yes. I'm at this hotel for ten days, I better make sure I go to the gym in the morning, hit the saw, oh, then honey, I go get you, my you, cold you brew. You know, I'm hitting that gym every single day. I'm hitting that something gym you, every single day. And something you don't do at home. And uh, 
specifically too, it's the idea that you're traveling for work because if yeah. you're there for work, that is the one thing you have to do. So everything else, like, you know what I mean? Like you don't have any other oblig, most frequently you don't have any other obligations. I appreciate you recording your podcast from an- recording this episode from another country, but the idea that you're just like, Oh shit, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. I have this job and then outside the job I can and for those of us who I've in long relationships, you have like that sort of codependency or at least like we we yeah. do everything together. When you're on your own, you're like I don't have to wait for anybody. I'm going to the gym. It just you start to feel like and then you're like if I was single, I could really live a lifestyle and then you're like I would become American <laughs> psycho if I lived like this full time. <laughs> like you're like no, this is not yeah. good for me. <laughs> no, but like I am kind of like it just it was, with back to sunsets and the and the uh Thank and you. kind of the feeling the feeling of time if you will. All that this proves to me, because I think over the past two years of COVID, time has felt so slow and fast, like in a way that it never felt before. Like when we were first in lockdown, everything felt so slow, but then it went by so quickly somehow. I don't know. And I heard now- I heard someone's I heard someone say long days, short months about the pandemic yeah. and that really yeah. hit me it's like oh yeah. my god it's only 3 30 uh i got and then yeah. next thing you know you're like holy shit it's 2022 yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's fucking crazy <laughs> yeah. but i do think that like whenever i'm away for a long chunk of time and again like because we haven't been able to do this as often and now we're slowly kind of getting back into the world bit by bit i am kind of like time is literally whatever the fuck i make it yeah. And I feel like, like, okay, like I can wake up at 10 a.m. and actually be more productive and get more shit done and do whatever I want. Like, and be, you know, the difference between me getting, putting pressure to get up at seven and accomplish everything before the sun sets versus <laughs> me just like doing it. I'm kind of like, yeah, time like is whatever I want it to be. Time is so bendy. Like I'm five hours ahead of you. You know, right. like what are we even? What's going on? Like it's so crazy. Everyone's and like, "Wow, this girl needs to stop doing drugs." But- <laughs> yeah, but no, but but you're 100 percent right because something I noticed in the pandemic would be like something I thought you finally have time for everything that you thought you didn't have time for. Where you're like, like where we go to the beach a lot. Where maybe the few. Uh, people in LA no, that love go to- the beach love hitting the beach the beach is great we should go to the beach one day let's do it uh the thing is like you're like oh it takes this it takes forever it ta-. and then once you do it you're like it doesn't take forever and no. even if it does take an hour on each side spending five hours at the beach is a fucking dream it's worth it it's just such a weird and, also, and I needed like, the pan- not for nothing sorry to cut you off but no, not no, for nothing no. like our beaches in LA are beautiful like we have some of the we have access to some of the most beautiful beaches in southern california like we should go to the fucking beach and it's just because it's like a little hard to do but if you ask me to do like a stand-up set in noho on a wednesday night at 8 (laughs) 30 i'll drive on the 101 in traffic to get there and i'll be like 
wait, this is as far of a drive as driving to the beach. And I'd much <laughs> rather go to the beach. Something I said I didn't have time for earlier today. And then it's like the <sighs> pandemic wiping out everything and being like, I now have all that. I was going on like four mile neighborhood walks like shit I used to do when I lived in Brooklyn. And now I'm like, this is the fucking dr- now I like L.A. even more. I like my neighborhood even more. And I was just like, I say that the pandemic made me like L.A. I fucking hated L.A. until I was forced to be there. And then through COVID, I was like, holy shit, thank God I'm in L.A. Like to imagine going through those days, all of our friends in especially in New York City in their apartments, terrified. I mean, at least we had the sun and like uh, neighborhoods to walk in that weren't so crowded in the middle of winter. The, the 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 being allowed to be outside year round here is a real is a victory in general. And then during yeah. the pandemic, it hit even harder because outdoors for a period of time in L.A. was the only legal and or safe place you could go like your own house. And I live, yeah. as you can see, in an 800 square foot. Ap- I live in a small apartment. So me and my wife were like, this is bad. But if I could go out in the driveway and smoke a yeah. joint or be in this on December 1st, it's fucking it's a win. Yeah. And uh, pan- pandemic in New York, my wife and I talked about this like maybe every other day for the entire lockdown. I was like, thank God we moved here because if we were in New York in our apartment in Brooklyn, our parent and also our families both live in New York. My mom's from Lo- I'm from Long Island. She's from Westchester. And we're like, we'll be asked to go there and like quarantine oh, yeah. with my mom and my brother and my sister-in-law. And I, just being here and being broken for my own family and having the weather, I was like, this is the place to be in the pandemic. This is the fucking yeah. dream. The beach is, is the safe. The beach was, I had my 39th birthday at the beach. Cause I was like, fuck it. It's the safest yeah. place. Maybe friends will come. We all sit six feet apart, eat subs. It was a fucking. Ooh, I love a sub. Oh my God. I'm like, frothing at the mouth for food from LA right now. Oh the shit. The food scene here, the food scene here is bleak and I'm oh. just like <laughs> thinking about like oof, like a delicious fucking anything What are you going to or- what are you going to order great. or go out to get on your uh first or what whatever night makes the most sense? Like you're like Abe, we got to do blank when I get back. Like do you have a a place or a f- a, a, a spot or even just a cuisine that you know you need to hit? Well, there are a few. I'm I'm a big taco person. Same. And LA is kind of like taco taco town. So uh Leave it alone, Jake. It's Taco Town. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know it's Taco Town, honey. Okay. I definitely will probably want to go to Escuela and eat tacos and drink margaritas. I would love to do that. Escuela on Beverly? Yes. Have you been? Yeah, I think do we is that remotely near where you live? Do we live near each other? Because I don't live far from Escuela. I live on the. I don't live. I don't live that far. All right. When we're I'm, done, I'm reco- a drive. Yeah, I would drive. I'm a drive. Too. Okay. We'll talk uh, when we're done recording. We'll, chat, we'll chat offline. I feel like and we you might know what be. Else? We might no. be neighbors. Yeah, yeah. You know what else slaps? Uh, open Sesame. Speaking of next door to, have you been there? No, no. But I've heard. I got recommended Open Sesame. 
delicious. You got to go. I think I would love a salad when I get back too. I would love just like a no fuss, no funny business salad. We take salads for granted. And um, in Los Angeles, we take uh, multiple healthy options on every menu. I take it fully. When I go on the road and you come home and you're like, I couldn't even eat healthy if I tried at the places that I chose to go to. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, there... Don't get me wrong. There are some like really, there is some really great food in Chile and like there's some really good Chilean food. There's some really good Peruvian food, but like basics, like what you're saying to just kind of be like, yeah, I just kind of want like a little basic meal. It's, it's not easy. Yeah. The way I'm looking up uh, what this dish is called. Um, Oh, Chorilana. Is a dish. Excuse my pronunciation for anyone listening that is either Chilean or speaks Spanish. Um, but it is the most famous di- famous dish in Chile. And what it is, it's a mountain of French fries with fried egg and meat and like steak on it. That's a um, dream come true. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, really yeah. wait. Can you see it? Yeah, it's yes. really delicious. It's, it's so fucking good. I mean, yeah, it is a dream come true when you're like a kid and you're like, "What do I want to eat?" Like Fry Mountain with steak. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it it is so fucking good. Oh, and sometimes there are like bacon bits on it too. I mean, it can get really nuts, but um, yeah, it's just like a lot of that. You know, yeah. it's a which lot is like of amazing, like, but you can't have five days a week and like be working and like, you know, not, you know, farting on set or not fitting into your wardrobe anymore or whatever. Nothing is worse than like going to set the following day and being bloated and like trying to put on the pants that you wore the day before <laughs> and then being like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have eaten Fry Mountain last night. Dude, it took me to being like 30 like a year ago to when I'm working to be like, Hey, you have to shoot something maybe once a month, maybe once every other month. Next time you have something, don't go crazy the night before. I, I, the amount of things I book in my twenties where it's like, Oh, thank God. And I'm hungover as hell. Or <laughs> I have like diarrhea. Cause I went fucking ham at late night food or something. And I'm like, uh, I don't have to work that frequently. I have to like take this more seriously. And it wasn't truly until like a couple of years ago that I was like, you know what? I'm not ordering a fourth meal tonight because I have to work tomorrow. And it was like, it made my whole fourth life Fourth meal. <laughs> Love a fourth meal. Did you know meal. that's a Southern, you know that's a Southern thing? No. Like I grew up in, I grew up in DC and there's this has nothing to do with anything, but then I didn't even meet her in DC. I don't know. This why the whole fuck podcast has that. nothing to do with anything, so don't worry about it. <laughs> but there's this girl who I know who's from South Carolina, and she would always refer to fourth meal, fourth meal, fourth meal. And I asked her, I was like, "Do you call it fourth meal, or is it like a thing?" So maybe someone could clarify. Let, if I learned about it from Taco Bell. Thing. Taco Bell was advertising like as a fourth, like they had a campaign that was like fourth meal. Like you eat Taco wow, Bell late at night that's after. Very smart. Very smart. And th- and that's where I got it from. I'm curious, like if it's an actual Southern thing, that's I I am a fan of fourth meal. As a matter of fact, I'll skip breakfast, make my fourth meal my third meal, and eat it at one in the morning. <laughs> See, I'm a huge breakfast person. I, okay, I don't love 
I know I'm a sunset girl, but I love a breakfast moment. I love like having a slow, long breakfast. There is something appealing to that. I don't eat breakfast. Any, uh, breakfast went away in the pandemic for me because. Really? Yeah. And I always woke up and ate breakfast. My wife would be like, how do you eat first thing? In the morning? I would always have like some protein, two hard boiled eggs and a coffee like every morning because I was like. If I'm going to the gym, it gets the system. Go- and then during pandemic, I was like so upset, like with having to make three meals and, you know, yeah. be like, oh, I got. And so I was eventually like, well, if I stop eating breakfast and just have my coffee, <laughs> it's one less meal to make. And then I just managed. And now I can work out on an empty stomach for the first time in my life. Like my body wow. just developed to it. But still on the weekends, I'll wake up and I- I'll like go to karate class or whatever I have. I'm 40. This is embarrassing. But like, Are you taking karate? I'm taking Jeet Kune Do, yeah, uh, which is like Bruce Lee's martial art. I take it in a park. Is it good? It's, is it, do you like it? I really like it. I, I, I took martial arts for a long time as a kid. I mean, I'm a child of the 80s, so of course. But doing it now, it also feels like something, oh, this is the exercise I actually could use in life. It's like the elliptical is right. not This could like save my life or protect my wife or at least i'm just like moving in a way that could help me later on in life you know like it's it's an exercise yeah. but i'm also throwing punches and stuff and it may, and it gets a little aggression out. it's it's really working for me but long story short i'll come home from that and i'll be like ooh breakfast burritos or let's go to toast or let's go to king's road cafe ooh yeah. we're going to king's road we're getting that chicken sausage uh dude if Arthur, the nearly silent co-host, was here, the chickens, I, I, before pandemic, uh, when my wife had a day job, I would take myself to Kings Road once a week, and I would eat the, um, the huevos rancheros with a side of chicken yep. sausage, and Arthur yep. would sit there, and he would get little pieces of the chicken sausage over. And, that shit is bomb. I don't know what they do to it. I don't know how they make it. I don't really want to know. Yeah. Because- well, I'm a sausage girl. That's the truth. Like, I'm a I know. Big I saw your lower back person. tattoo that says I'm a sausage yeah, girl. Yeah, <laughs> fat sausage. I'm, the, I'm a sausage girl. No, I, like, I really, I've, like, gone in and out of being vegetarian and being pescatarian and being vegan. I've, like, done all these things. And my kryptonite is really just, like, delicious sausage. And yeah. the way these people at King's Road, they are not fucking around with their chicken sausage. It is crisped. It is juicy. It is cut up into little discs for you. Yeah, and it's like burnt a little, like crispy like in the right way. It's it's so fucking good. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, King's Road Cafe, also, while we're just talking about this random neighborhood spot, is a place where I can't drink the coffee there. I Me have to either. Take, c- c- it's so it strong. Give me diarrhea. <laughs> yes, I have. I ha- and I can walk to King's Road, so I have to take it on the road with me home. Or because if I have it there, I, and I don't have my car, I'm fucked. I'm not going to make it home in time. It's like it's rocket the equivalent. Fuel. It's the equivalent. King's Road coffee in Los Angeles is the equivalent of mud coffee in New York. Yes, like it's the same. And I just like. It ravages you. Like if I need to be, if I need to cleanse, I'm not doing a five-day juice. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to King's Road and I'm getting myself a large hot coffee. Wow. 
sayonara insides. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And just kissing my colon goodbye, honestly. (laughs) Give my colon a kiss for me. Give your colon a kiss for me, sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, You know, I had to march around this town to find some coffee that could just do the trick. Dude, the the King's Road Cafe, I don't, I, I, Got sugar out of my morning coffee like uh, five years ago, six years ago when I was like, I if I'm going to do this every day, I can't have sugar every morning. So I can finally have coffee with just a little hit of milk and I can manage it. it Kings Road is the only place where I'm like, I, I, I keep adding milk. I'm adding almond milk. I, I'm I like, don't think I like I, it. No, I don't know if it's good. It's like I don't it's, think it's good. I think it's strong the way scotch is where you're like, if you can handle like there's something about like I choked yeah, it down. You're not and enjoying I, it. Yes. You're not enjoying you're it. You're like uh against it. You're like versus yeah. the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are. It's it's not like I like to go there to eat the food, but I almost want to like bring coffee from elsewhere with me. Walk down the street to Blue Bottle after the fact and be like, thank you. I'll have this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. We're so spoiled. I know. We're so I, spoiled. I fucking love. And also, I have now had a coffee at every coffee shop within like two miles of my house because the pan- that was like my pandemic thing would be like, all right, well, Exploring there's Exploring the-, the coffee. Yeah. You know what else fucks me up? On Dante. Ooh, I don't know that spot. It's on. It's right across from Erewhon. It's like diagonally across the street. Oh, um, I know which place. You're, it's like the corner place next to potato yep. chips. Yeah. Yep. That shit. It, pretty solid. It slaps. I'm, yeah, it's good. It's good. And that's where Escuela used to be right there on that Yes, strip. yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> wow. This is some real L.A. food talk right now. Yeah, really well, hey, strip. Sunset's a street, you know. Uh, I, <laughs> just an aside, just to shout out my college experience. I lived at 95 Sunset in Poughkeepsie when I went to school in the early 2000s. So me and my friends were called the Sunset Guys. So like yeah. I've oh, Sunset is, and like that's a cool title, even though it just means we've rented a disgusting house. Wait, is Skidmore in? Poughkeepsie? Where did you go to school? I went to Marist College uh, in Poughkeepsie. Marist College. But it's not far from Skidmore, which is in like uh, near Albany. I forget what the name of the town is. It's it's near the racetrack. Saratoga. Saratoga. Yes. Saratoga. But I did go to... Wait. I did go to that college a bunch because they had the college comedy festival there and I was in a college comedy group and we'd go to Skidmore every year for like a comedy festival. That's so funny. (laughs) It's so embarrassing. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's good. It's pure of heart and it's good. Yeah. It's where I first saw uh, Donald Glover, uh, Fran Gillespie, DC Pearson, uh, TJ Miller, uh, Dan Greger. I met so many... People who, and a ton of people who didn't stick with it, but a lot of people who still managed to be going strong like 20 years. That was 20 years ago. Oh my God. It was 20 so years. So crazy. Ago. <laughs> time. I turned, See? Time is crazy. And I, I turned 40 in like 10 days. And it's like a, it's such a weird. My wife turned 40 a couple of months ago. And in the pandemic, it feels the same as turning 39, which felt the same as turning 38. You need to do something big. You need to do something to celebrate. What are you going to do? That's, uh, and this is where fucking industry gets, I'm leaving on February 1st, uh, the next day for a shoot. And I'm like, don't want to do something that could risk me getting COVID. Well, how long is the shoot? Two weeks. Uh, 
Well, you should do something when you get back. That's right. I think we're gonna punt it to the end of the uh, uh, the end of the gig, and my we're gonna yeah, do like a little bash. You have to have a big party. You have to have a big party. Forty's a big fucking deal. Yeah, I, I'm gonna end up having like a bash at the end of April or in May or something like that, and it just be like <laughs> I turned forty a year now. Gabrus's forty and a half birthday, and we're not at this level of friendship. But if I have one, I'm inviting you because you were the inspiration behind throwing it. So <laughs> you're like. Uh, how how do you, Abe's like, how do you know come. this guy? Well, no, you know, we've done some shows to together. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. And it has I'm... to be at sunset. The best time for a party. Actually, there is no more. There is the best time to have a party is when you have friends over or wherever you're doing it and you're outside and you're having drinks and everyone slowly sees the sunset together. And that's like a great party time. That is the best yeah. time at the party. Not to keep coming across like a semi bougie LA head, but like that's like when you share a house with friends, like an Airbnb in the desert mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're like sunset yeah. cocktails. Like we've yeah. already done the pool, we've done mushrooms. It's like we should have sunset yeah. cocktails now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love, I love a sunset joint. I love a sunset cocktail. They, it's a, it's so much better than any other kind of cocktail. Like it just. Oh my works. god, it's the best. It's the best because, like we're saying, psychologically. You can like, you know, if you go to a I'm not a, I like to day drink. I think it's fun, but it's not my favorite thing to do because I still feel the pressure of being like, well, if I have a drink like at a lunch or something like that, then like my day is fucking done. Like Mm -hmm. I can't. I'm not the kind of person that can have like a casual glass of wine and then like normally function like a glass of wine, like slightly fucks me up and then makes me feel kind of sleepy. Yeah. So I've never been able to do that, which is why sunset cocktails, you have again, Gaia saying to you, be free. Yeah. Be free. Enjoy the cocktail. Be free. And honestly, once you're like in your 20s, if you're having a sunset cocktail, if you're previously, you were probably pre gaming from like 7 p.m. till 10 p.m., then going out, mm-hmm. having a sunset cocktail as you get older is like day drinking. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it's it like, it's technically it's as little day drinking as you can do is having a sunset mm-hmm. cocktail. It's like it's it's eight minutes of day drinking and then it goes right into nighttime. It's perfect. I can't wow. I can't really day drink either, but for different reasons because I can't really have one of anything. Like I have a I'm broken mm. that way, and it's like oh, no, I'm the same. I mean, I can't have like one. I'm like a two drink girl always. Yeah. I'll always have two drinks. And if I start um, during the day, it's kind of hard. Like you're like, eh, well, I'll have another. Well, whatever. I'm already fucking. I already had four beers. It's six p.m. I might as well make scotch now. You know, like, and you're just like pouring yourself another drink, and you're like, what the fuck am I? And I, I had to nip drinking early. Speak going back to pandemic. I early on in the pandemic, like five months in, I was like, I think I need to like take some time off booze and just smoke weed because I'm now like free pouring bourbon at night and stuff like that, where you're like, I'm not even finishing a glass and I'm topping myself off. And I'm like, there's no rules. I just have to crawl home. I can be hung over tomorrow because it's the same day. It's like, it's so, it was so bad for a while. It was, uh, you know, again, uh, bleak and, uh, you know, arguably I was in a depression. And the second I stopped, we all, we all went through that. We all went through that. Like I, I like wasn't really drinking that much in the beginning of the pandemic. I kind of wasn't really drinking at all in the beginning of the pandemic. And then once we kind of got the okay to like 
see people outdoors again, then my drinking just got fucking wild. And I also was like, would, you know, yeah, like day drinking. And I can't day drink also because like there were a few days where I would be making I make really good frozen margaritas, but then I would just get so kooky where like once you're drunk making frozen margaritas, they can just go completely off the rails and like you're not paying attention to how much you're putting in and when you're like using some kind of like a juice or something to mask it, but you're already drunk, you don't taste anything. And then it's like when you're so drunk that you're making yourself like a seventh drink in your kitchen at yeah. like one o'clock in the morning and there's like no ice in your glass and you're yeah. like putting a splash of alcohol in and then like something gross like apple cider or something yeah, like, like something that. you have floating yeah. around you're like oh i but, guess i'll do more triple yeah. sec and less tequila yeah. and then you're having like a fucking sex on the beach with like no yeah, ice like, yeah yeah and it's like you know you need to stop when you're voluntarily drinking a drink with no ice it's yes. like Dude, just stop nothing more. yeah it's like have water have our yeah. water while the ice freezes yeah. and then you can yeah <laughs> If you can last that long, then you can have it. You know what saved me in in the in the pandemic too? I got into tea, into mm. making tea at night, and it would be like, oh, that's my fun drink. Instead, yeah, like a vibe. Yeah, and you can kind of like pairing tea with a joint too. You can kind of uh, or with weed. You can kind of be like, you feel like earthy and hippie, but at yeah. the same time, you're like, I feel w- when like you want another cocktail it's like maybe i do just want to not stop consuming so let me have water or tea on this round and see if i still want to have another drink after but i guarantee i just want to keep putting like popcorn mentality it's like all right i'm not even hungry but i can't stop now potato chips yes dude (laughs) i have a bag of potato chips in my room that I'm staring at right now that I truly like make eye contact with every like hour. I like make eye contact with these this bag of chips and I'm like, I see you. Like you I p- see you in this corner. Do you have plans for those chips? Are you like tomorrow night I ha- we're getting work drinks and I'm going to come home and that those chips are going to hit the spot or are you like I got 2 days off next week. I'm definitely eating those chips during that period of time. I hit these chips these are the chips. I hit them today. I had oh, nice. I had two I had two little two little hand grabs. Um and you know what? I'm kind of like I'm 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 again because I'm developing healthy habits here. I'm hitting the gym every day for oh, like yeah. 900 hours a day. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, well, I'll have a chip or two. I mean, if I had it my way, this bag would have been finished the day came into my possession. Of course, yeah. That's power. Honestly, keeping it in your room and saying no to it is just like willpower training too. Like you're yeah. like eventually- and, and also, yeah, eventually I will like, eventually I will transcend the power <laughs> of the chip. <laughs> Harness the power of the chip and use it against it. You're, ho- exactly. you're at home like in a, you know, sitting uh, crisscross applesauce. Yeah. Don't need it. I'm like floating, <laughs> yeah. not needing the chip. Brush your teeth, hon. <laughs> hey, yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> I know. God. Uh, Crazy. Dude, 
Greta, thank you for taking time out of your Chilean expedition to uh, talk to me about sunsets oh and, and teeth I'm a little. So too. happy! <laughs> I hope that everyone listening to this like feels the power of the sunset every single time, you yeah. know, and like acknowledges it. It's oh, the thing that I didn't get to bring up that I wanted to bring up was I follow this TikToker who lives in like a remote Antarctic coast town okay <laughs> and the other day her video she was like this is the last sunset for the next like six months right because it's like and the- like it will not come up again it'll be night here for the next six months no thank you i just like I would love, I'm sure they exist. And after this, I will do some research and get back to you if you're interested. Like, there needs to be completely different brain chemistry at play of someone that can, like, happily and functionally live in a place that is dark all the time. Like, my cousin lives in Sweden, and she already there in the winter gets, like, four hours of daylight, which is already crazy to me. Right. But and then the never... flip also. No, oh, yeah, when getting it's no light nighttime. Outside. Yeah, trying to go to bed when it's light out. That must be insane. No, no, that's like Norway. It's like you can't you can't be doing that, you know? It feels so God. fucking I couldn't even although I would like to go to some place that's having the like we're about to have a hundred days a night. This is the last sunset. That seems like the ultimate sunset cocktail. Oh yeah. That seems like yeah. a like a pagan party you should, i was gonna like, say that's like an armageddon like yeah, sunset yeah, yeah that'll be yeah. us on the rooftop with like signs yeah like, take me take me yeah, yeah. <laughs> if the last thing i were to see before i die was a good sunset be pretty good dude you're not wrong you're not yeah. wrong and that's that's it's wild um you have a you're a head gum you're in the head gum fam. You have your uh, yes. a new podcast over there, newish podcast. Oh my over god, there. I do. It is pretty new. It's called Senior Superlatives. It's a podcast all about high school, where I talk to my guests about their high school experiences, and I would love to have you on. So I'm going to ask on. you to come on. Please uh, talk about being nominated class clown of the class of 2000. <laughs> wow, I I would love 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 to hear that. I also think that you could be. Maybe the first straight man to come on the pod, which would be really huge. Yeah, based on your friend group, that sounds based on your uh, colleagues and comedy. It lo- that could it be loosely, right. It loosely tracks. It loosely tracks. <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Finally. You know, I mean, there's stri- straight people exist, you know, and I it, should acknowledge them on my podcast. It's about time a white straight man broke down the barriers of podcasting. <laughs> I'd say. I'd say. <laughs> and and for listeners, you're in the most recent season of Search Party, which I have one episode left of. And yes. you're it's amazing. You're I was like, does Greta have an accent? I'm trying to remember meeting her. It's like you're you're doing it's really great. It's really fun. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm British. What if I was like <laughs> this whole time I was doing a fake American accent and actually I talk like this all the time. I know, it's really <laughs> <laughs> this is how That'd I speak be so my sick. personal life. It would be crazy and cool. You would you would come across as the best British actor with an American accent because they always fail a little and you're like cheating. It's like her her English is 
re- her American accent is really good. You know, she's from. <laughs> she said she was from DC, and she said it wasn't an important part of the story. But <laughs> I, thought, I guess DC is a place in England. Yeah, DC, England. You know. <laughs> Did you have anything else you want to plug? Did I not? Did I miss anything? Uh, I mean, besides uh, season no, one, and I mean, of, of spookies. Yeah, watch, watch. You know, watch Los Spookies. We're filming the second season right now. It'll be really good. Watch Search Party. Hell yeah. Um, listen to my podcast. Follow me Hell online yeah. if you want. I'm I'm really sensitive, though, about people unfollowing me. So really only follow me online if you're willing to commit, you know, so because I don't <laughs> like non I'm not looking for any half-ass followers. I'm looking for people who no, are ready to dive honey, in. You, yeah. you need to. Yeah, you need to follow me for the rest of your life. So. Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Getting phone call. Getting a FaceTime while recording. Sorry, Adam. Shout out former guest of the podcast, Adam Pally, getting rejected on FaceTime by me, his less <laughs> famous friend. Uh, <laughs> um, Greta, thank you so much. This was a blast. Uh, enjoy yourself down there. Lay off the thank French you. fry mountains. Uh, 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 I will. I'll try. Bring one home if you can. I, I'll swing yeah. it by. <laughs> yeah, I'll just stow it away on my 13-hour flight back. Oh, <laughs> and as always, we end each episode with bye, shitheads. <laughs> bye, shitheads. In a part of the world. Where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. Now, somewhere... Somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. There's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room <laughs> Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it! Do it! Come on! Do it now! That was a HeadGum Podcast.